Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another terrific Tuesday for Torch Report 420. It's Torch Report 420, friends. Buckle up. It's about to get bumpy. Crashing through the headlines today, we will be in search of a higher truth, so to speak. Friends, this will be fun. Uh, setting aside all of the cultural pun and the and the fact that we're about to send the entire narrative up in smoke, Torch Report 420 is going to be fun for three distinct reasons. First of all, we're going to mock the liberal insanity and the Democrats' die-hard faith in Joe the Sock Puppet Biden. Secondly, we're going to reckon with the Republicans' aversion to doing anything that's actually productive. Thirdly, we will call out the commies and connect the dots to what the hell is really going on around here. Now, doesn't that sound like fun? <laughs> Surely, friends, you did not think that I would just settle for opining on on all of the spoon-fed drivel about, you know, Hunter the crackpipe Biden and his illegal dealings with the CCP or, you know, the drone attacks in Moscow and all these things. These are the stories that are out there. And it's not that these stories are not important. It's just that they pull our attention away from the more pressing issues, like the upcoming hung election in civil war that's currently being facilitated by weaponized government agencies conducting fifth-generation psychological warfare. Just for example. Now, in the simplest terms, what's happening right now is that these, you know, these deep state weaponized agencies, they're basically, you know, mind melting the masses. They're manipulating public perception. They're twisting the fabric of reality into something that's a kind of this strange form of unfathomable lunacy. And of course, they're getting away with it. We cannot lose sight of that. So, before we get into the meat of today's report, friends, I want to start out with a brief tribute to what the squawking heads will be squawking about today and probably for the rest of the week. All the news out about Devin Archer, you know, he spilled the beans in congressional testimonies, talking about all the shady Burisma dealers and, and Joe Biden's more than 20 conversations with Hunter the crackpipe Biden and all of this. And of course... The Democrats are out there. They're saying, oh, Devin Archer's testimony. That was just a dud. Oh, come on now, you know. But, of course, that's just their desperate spin, you know, because Biden's business dealings are shaping up to be one of the greatest corruption scandals in D.C. history, if that's even possible. Now, Hunter Biden, of course, told Archer that the, uh, the Chinese chairman loved him. Oh, my gosh, you know, the Chinese love me. The commies love me, says Hunter, because of his last name and because of the fact he has a posse of godlike Aryan men. That's a direct quote uh, coming from this congressional testimony about the CCP being in bed with the Bidens. Now, uh, even at long last, the New York Times is finally starting to admit that Joe Biden has lied about his dealings with his son's business and all that kind of stuff. But friends, while there is no doubt you're going to hear every talking head on every mainstream channel obsessively pouring over the minutia of this, hyping it up for the ratings for the rest of the week ad nauseum, in my opinion, in the humble opinion of this mere ignorant peasant, this is all going to prove completely irrelevant. Something's going to happen, but it's not going to be any sort of actual accountability. 
What we must keep in mind here is that there have already been congressional investigations into Biden, into Burisma, into Hunter's illegal deals with the Chinese Communist Party. And this has been happening, you know, for the last couple of years. And just to kind of quickly recap here, I put a little excerpt from Torch Report 88, the toppling of regimes. Friends, this is coming from way, way back in uh, March of 2022. Okay, in March of 2022, Senate reports had revealed there were significant events involving the Bidens during all of the chaos in Ukraine. They talk about Joe Biden when he was the vice president under Obama. He had traveled to Ukraine in 2016, threatened to withhold billions of dollars in aid unless the Ukrainian government immediately fired the prosecutor who was investigating the man who had appointed Hunter the crackpipe Biden to the board of Burisma. So the fact is, the point is, this news cycle that we're seeing today is just a regurgitation of prior propaganda. And we're going to see that twice today, as a matter of fact. And so uh, even the details of what we're out today about, oh my gosh, you know, well, this time it was Devin Archer, it was, it was a Hunter Biden associate. Oh my God, it was the Chinese. Okay, fine. All of that was also out in March of 2022, uh, just put a little screenshot here of what's in Torch Report 88. You know, Hunter Biden associates testified before a grand jury. Hmm. So maybe that's not news, huh? Okay. Uh, Hunter Biden's million-dollar deals with a Chinese enemy company, uh, energy company. Hmm. Interesting. You know, how about this realistic? There's a realistic chance Hunter Biden could be indicted, according to CNN. Oh my gosh! But that was a year and a half ago. Friends, so just again, it's it's all head fake. So now that we know that there's nothing new in the news, let's go ahead and change the channel, shall we? Because despite all of this, we are still being told that Joe the sock puppet Biden is successfully shoring up Democratic support. So despite all the controversy, the documents in the garage, Hunter smoking crack and leaving a bag of Coke at the White, whatever, despite all of the controversy, Joe Biden is successfully shoring up Democratic support, uh, as opposed to, say, losing support due to a scandal, just to be real clear here. you know. And the liberals are getting fed headlines like, you know, oh my gosh, despite Trump's legal woes, half of the U.S. plans to vote for him. Here's why. Because they're a bunch of sick, MAGA, degenerate, racist, white-wing, extremist, domestic terrorists. That's what CNN is saying. But in other words, the useful idiots are being told that they can't, oh, they just can't believe how anybody would vote for Trump. But it's really Joe Biden who is the greatest, you know, scandal and corruption, the most corrupt old rich white guy who has ever lived, perhaps. And the useful idiots, the useful liberal idiots are still being told that Joe the sock puppet Biden is the best candidate that the left has to offer. Polls out showing Biden's going to beat Trump and all this crap. It's so outrageously absurd. It utterly defies the thinking mind's capacity to comprehend. And friends, this is, of course, a prime example of the pernicious effects of fifth-generation warfare, 5GW. And, of course, the effects of 5GW... Uh, result in the transformation of human consciousness. It's the transforming of the masses into mindless morons who accept any thought that gets injected into the mush of their brains without so much as a fleeting sense of curiosity or skepticism. Of course, President 
uh, present company excluded, friends. I do appreciate your intelligence, uh, you, the astute listening audience here uh, in the thetorchreport.com. So you see, Joe Biden is going to beat Trump. He's going to beat Trump in a death match, in a rematch, regardless of what you or I think, precisely because that's what the ignorant hordes have been programmed to believe. And it, it, it provides this highly effective cover for people to get programmed, programmed. Oh, Joe Biden's going to beat Trump. Oh, my gosh, Trump. I can't believe anybody would vote for Trump. He's such a criminal, you know. But Joe Biden, he's Biden's economy is booming and joe biden he's the most popular president ever elected and 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 he's gonna beat trump in the death match okay so all of that provides this enormously effective cover for the enormous and blatant fraud that has to transpire in order for biden to actually win okay they've done it once and they're doing it again right now i did put a screenshot of the uh the, the most recent recent nate silver's 538 poll out here Joe Biden's up by six on DeSantis, up by three on Trump. Friends, please know, if you're listening on a podcast platform, you just have to go to thetorchreport.com to check out all the goodies. Now, Biden is up in the polls, or so the polls say. Polls show that he can beat Trump even if there's a third-party candidate, like, say, if, for example, uh, Democrat Senator Joe Manchin throws his hat and wants to run as an independent or something like that. Oh, my gosh, you know. But some of the, uh, the real uppity progressives... They're getting really concerned about, oh, my gosh, well, uh, Cornell West, you know, Cornell West. Oh, gosh, you know, this guy who, by the way, happens to be a world class jackass. The progressives are concerned that Cornell West might cripple Biden's presidential prospects. But I'm guessing that's only because he's black. And, you know, the significant portion of the the uh, Democrats voting base is black. So there you have it, you know, but I put a picture of Cornell West in here, courtesy of the interviewmagazine.com website. And I want you to look at that man and just try to imagine if this guy was your president. And if you've ever seen the movie Idiocracy, I mean, you could call me crazy, but you look at that picture, you think about Idiocracy, it almost seems like Idiocracy is becoming more real by the day. I did put a shot of President Camacho's uh, <laughs> Back from the Future to Fix Your Shit uh, picture. Anyway, what a great and timely, uh, prescient, almost, uh, I can't believe it, it's almost prophetic, this movie Idiocracy. Now, the truth is, things are just getting crazier by the day, right? And for much of the public, critical thinking is simply dead. Okay, it's like when your arm goes to sleep, you can't use it. The mind has gone to sleep. It's the result of menticide. We've talked a lot about that. And thus... While there are truly terrible things actually happening in the world, the Biden administration, they're out there, you know, they're, they're just running roughshod over the American people, fleecing the American people, gaslighting the American people, but they're actually trying to enforce its nationwide, their nationwide band on the unapproved light bulbs. Ah, oh, you can't have that. Sir, you can't have that kind of light bulb. You must turn that light bulb off right now. But they're actually going to enforce it. And they're also continuing to accelerate the destruction of our way of life by banning everything from gas cook stoves and gas water heaters to portable gas-powered generators. And you would think that people would be up in arms about this. But here's the twist. you got to look at what the algorithms are feeding people. That's how we can get a finger on the pulse of public perception. So you think people would be pissed off about all this, but not enough people are to really make a change. There is some pushback, don't get me wrong. But check out, I, did, I put a little screenshot here. I did some searching 
for, uh, you know, articles on Biden banning gas stoves. And there are lots of them out there. But check out these, you know, three headlines here. You know, Biden's, you know, the Biden administration reportedly weighing national ban on gas stoves. Reportedly weighing. Right. Okay. You know, Biden says CNN, Biden is not in favor of ban on gas stoves. That's what the White House says. Okay. And then this fact checker here from USA Today, fact check, fact check, you know, false claim. Biden administration wants to ban uh, gas stoves. So you see, you know, Biden was only weighing the national ban. But now that Biden is not in favor of banning stoves because of polling and the Delphi method analysis and all that, now anyone who claims that Biden is trying to ban gas stoves has now been fact-checked into oblivion. How many facts can a fact-checker check? A fact-checker could fact-check, check facts. <laughs> anyway, but they're, they're saying... Uh, anyone who says otherwise, that, that Biden's trying to ban gas stoves, they're, they're saying that's a false claim. And thus, any website that presents that false claim can be banned for spreading misinformation. Do you see how nicely that works? So all this distraction going on, oh, they're going to be coming for the gas stoves and the gas furnace and the gas, all this stuff. But, oh, that's just misinformation. And now anybody that puts out that misinformation, which is counter-narrative news then they can be banned. And this is all being done ahead of the election, by the way. And it's been going on for uh, longer than that, obviously, we know. It works where everything, uh, it works for everything from Biden's economy is booming to, hey, the news couldn't be any better, you know, and all of it, I think, really aptly just demonstrates the sheer lunacy of fifth generation warfare, as I've documented at length since the start of the year. Here's the point, friends. All of the above is coming to bear on the upcoming election. So all everything I just threw on the table, it's all coming to bear on this upcoming election. And some liberal outlets are now starting to run these stories about how uh, there's this threat that AI might interfere with our elections. We can't let AI take over the 2024 elections. And regardless of the friendly warning, as you know, if you've been with me, the reality is that the algorithms and the weaponized AI, they've been being used for hundreds of election interventions all around the world. That's been going on since at least 2016. And so there's absolutely no doubt that uh, they're using algorithms, weaponized AI, algorithmic social interventions. They're currently using that to interfere with our elections. They're currently right now, as we speak, manipulating the American public. The Twitter files and the Google files blew the lid off of all of that, but people aren't really talking about that anymore. My oh my, how time flies by, right? And it's probably because, you know, the commies' fingerprints were all over all of this stuff. That's what I think. But regardless, uh, you know, just over one year after that rogue Google engineer, remember that guy who came out and he announced that the AI had become sentient? Ah, sentient AI. That's kind of a scary proposition. Well, so this article out at the Hill today that says we can't let AI take over the 2024 election, you know, the, the White House is meeting with the top seven big tech companies to discuss using AI for safety and for security and for trust. You know, and they're doing this, of course, just in time for the most important election in American history. The U.S. government, you know, we know they've already been paying these private companies to censor free speech. And, of course, the private companies are happy to help help their, uh, the, you know, the state-backed hackers exploit your data and all that. But 
You know, why would we expect them to do anything different? Oh, they're going to get together at the White House and they're going to they're going to make sure that AI keeps us safe and that we've got trust in the government and all of that kind of stuff. You know, what could possibly go wrong now? Friends, the only outstanding question in my mind of the three things I promised to get to is what are the Republican Party bosses doing about any of this? The answer is nothing, nada, zippo, zilch. They're not doing a damn thing. And why is that? Hmm. Now, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you here. Did you catch the fact that Burkina Faso is back in the news these days? Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso is a, it's a little company. It's a, a con- company. It's a little country. And it's okay if you don't recall Burkina Faso or, and you, or if you didn't pick up on them being in the news today, uh, but it is an outlier. And I first reported on Burkina Faso the last time, mm, excuse me, the last time I saw it pop up in the news, and that was last summer. Last summer, way back in Torch Report 135, The Importance of Believing in Possible Things, that's where I first documented the fact that Burkina Faso had popped up in the headlines at nearly the exact same time the summer prior to that as well. So it would make this summer... Now that Burkina Faso has popped up in the news today, it makes it three summers in a row where Burkina Faso just happened to pop up in the news, just coincidentally. And now, of course, I wouldn't expect anyone to recall, but all the reports about Burkina Faso were how the political change in Burkina Faso were, was being driven by civil society and about you know a bunch of angry youth, a bunch of you know commie revolutionaries. And... I had to do a little bit more sleuthing to dig in and discover that the globalists ultimately were going after the gold. Gold accounts for three quarters of Burkina Faso's economic exports, just FYI. So why I find it interesting today, you know, today's article is pointing to Burkina Faso from, you know, they're putting this Western perspective out there. They're talking about the looming expansion of Russian influence in Africa. Oh my gosh, the evil Russia, Russia, Russia. They might be expanding their influence in Africa. Oh no. And evidently, the Pentagon and the CIA are pissed off that these uranium and gold-rich nations are looking to get out from under the thumb of their imperial Western handlers, i.e. the French and NATO, etc. And the Russians appear eager to help them out. Hmm, wonder why? Uh, especially the fact, given that, you know, recently, last week or two weeks ago, we were talking about the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The BRIC nations plus 40 others are moving to a gold-backed digital currency. So there's a squabble going on right now in Burkina Faso. And, you know, like, where will all that gold come from for the BRIC nations to go to a gold-backed digital currency? Well, perhaps some of it will come from Burkina Faso, but over the CIA's dead, lifeless apparatus. (laughs) Oh, friends, anyway. uh, But then, you know, if all this tension's breaking out down there and and Russia's going to have to fight to protect, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're fighting for resources, geopolitical tension here. The question is, can Russia fight a war in Africa and in Ukraine while getting directly attacked in Moscow with NATO drones? I'm guessing that there are strategists out there who don't think that Russia can do that. They, adba- they doubt the Russians' ability to fight on all three fronts. And so um, 
Maybe that's why just yesterday the Russians gave the West a nuclear ultimatum. They stated rather bluntly that Russia cannot lose simply because they have more nukes. Now, one might imagine a nuclear war might throw a wrench in the 2024 election, right? Of course, that's just speculation, friends. But isn't it funny how the Republicans want to keep funding and fueling this dumpster fire. Fascinating, isn't it? I suppose there's more than one way to sweep all the current corruption into the dustbin of history, so how this all plays out is anyone's guess, friends. But all that said, I think it's time to buckle up, buttercup, because it's about to get bumpy. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time, go to the website, click the heart, give me some love, subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace the rest of this terrific Tuesday, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.